Do you want to be inspired by other brilliant business owners? Find out how and why they set their brilliant businesses up. Discover some of the triumphs and struggles they face along the way. If so, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Brilliant Businesses Podcast. We interview business owners to find out their story and journey as to how they set their businesses up. We believe that story is an important way of making their businesses shine, and we share those stories on this podcast. Keep building those brilliant businesses. So good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to A Brilliant Businesses podcast. My name's Nick Bryant, and I'm here in Brighton with Jackie Knight from A New You. Hey, Jackie. Hello there. Nice to meet you. You too. How are you doing? All right. I'm doing very well today. Good, Thank you. good, good. Thank you for asking me to come in. Um, so A New You are an independent cosmetic clinic based here in Brighton, mm-hmm. and they offer a wide range of cosmetic surgery and cosmetic treatments for women and men. Yep. Formed in 2009. That's right. Um, yeah. But Jackie's got over 25 years experience in, in working in the cosmetic industry. Absolutely. So let's start, Jackie, by you talk, talking us through that, how you got to where you are, how it all came about. Okay, that's, that's giving my age away, <laughs> isn't it? But anyway, okay, so back in uh, the late 70s, um, I started my nurse training down here in Brighton. Okay. Um, I didn't originate from Brighton area. I originated from Surrey, but moved down here way, way back with my foster parents. So okay. um, I decided when I was here that I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do when I finished college. Mm. And I always liked caring for people. Okay. So I thought, well, why not go and train and be a nurse? Yeah. And that would sort of kill two birds with one stone uh, and give me some accommodation as well. <laughs> so that, I was one of the, the last people that got nurses accommodation okay. as well as being able to train on the job. Okay. And that was here in Brighton? Uh, yes, it was. It was yeah. in Sussex. Okay, yes. right. And, th- and then where did you go from there? How did you get into cosmetics? Well, when I finished my training um, in um, in Brighton area, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. All I knew was that I wanted to work on a surgical ward. Okay. I love surgery. Yeah. But there wasn't any positions going. Okay. So I left the um, NHS and I went back doing agency work where I was able to work on a surgical ward, okay. which was the, the ward that I really wanted to work on. Okay. And I did that for over a year. Right. Okay. And then what happened then? Well, I looked around at the agency that was advertising lots of jobs and there was an opportunity to join and cover somebody who was on maternity leave okay. in a large um, company called Harley Medical Group. Right, okay. And so I applied for that job and yeah. obviously Harley Medical Group's quite well known. Yeah. It's one of the first chain of clinics that started and so I worked with them for five years. Right, okay. And if that lady had not gone on maternity leave, that opportunity may not come up for you. Absolutely, no. <laughs> That's funny I had, yeah, absolutely. And I wouldn't, if I hadn't seen the advert, which interests me, yeah. and she hadn't have gone on maternity leave... I may not have gone down this direction. You're right. Yeah, that's Mm. funny how life unfolds like that. Mm. So uh, has that taken us up to nearly 2009 or? Absolutely not. No, there's a lot, lot, 20 years we've got to get through. Okay, all right. So I worked with Harley Med for five years and then I decided I'd like to um, maybe have a change. So I was headhunted to go and work with a company called Transform Medical Group. Okay. And I opened three clinics for them. One in Southampton, one in Gatwick and also one in Brighton. Okay. So I was sort of darting between those three clinics. Um, 
obviously I didn't have to run them with everything that I run with this clinic here. There was an HR department, there was a marketing department, but I sort of was on the ground floor seeing patients in all of those three clinics. Uh, And I had a team of staff that were also helping me in those three sites. Yeah. So that was good grounding, really, for starting your own business, really, wasn't it? Well, it was, and yeah. that's exactly what I did after I spent seven years with them. Okay, right. Um, so I then started my own business. Um, well, that was probably in 1999, okay. and that was not here in Sussex. It was actually in Surrey. Okay. Um, now, I ran that for eight years, and unfortunately, the crash hit. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And that business, unfortunately, was as a result of the crash, uh, it suffered and that business had to close. Okay, all right. So, you know, I dusted myself down in the late 2008 Mm. and gave myself about two weeks off and then I opened a new U in 2009. Nice. It's amazing that that maybe the tenacity to start again after a financial crisis because you must have started that just as the financial crisis was in the middle of it, you know, so that must have been a brave move. It was a brave move and I was advised against it. I said, go and do something else. Yeah. But that's all I'd done. That's all you knew. And that's all I knew. So Mm. I just thought, well, if you've done this so well, Mm. why not give it another go and actually you know, start something new, but actually in Sussex rather than Surrey. Yeah, good for you. So now there's many um, other clinics in the area and all in in Sussex. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about what makes you different from those other clinics. Well, I I think we're in with my last company and this company, the difference between this clinic, probably more so than even the one that I opened uh, before, is it's it's about having a good team around you. Okay. And I think that, you know, so many small businesses have trouble with their staff and yeah. getting the right team. Mm. You can't run a business without a good team around Absolutely. you. Um, but I think one of the biggest differences that anyone that has a cosmetic surgery treatment or a procedure, sometimes it takes them a long time to pick that phone up in response to an advertisement. Yeah. So we want people to feel that we are approachable, that we care, and that we know them all by their name. Yeah. And that we're not just a cattle market of next person in and it's not all about the money. Mm. Obviously it's a business. Of course, yeah. But at the same time we want people to know that we care about their outcome. Yeah. And I couldn't do that without my team. No, no, you can't. No, that's this is crucial, isn't it? Absolutely crucial. That's right. right the way through from the administration team, yeah. right the way through to, you know, my estheticians mm. who are highly qualified through to the medical staff. Yeah. It's all all they're all very important areas of a small business in this particular industry. Yeah, yeah. And and the levels of qualifications that they've got are really important as well as their experience. Is that right? So, you know, some some clinics just have beauty therapists where um, they're sort of pretending to do what what you can do, but they're not as qualified as someone who who could be doing it properly. Well, I think what it is, is the starting base for anyone going into a surgical clinic or or a cosmetic treatment clinic is Mm. that you need to have some qualifications some baseline sure yeah. so beauty therapy mvq3 is a baseline okay as is a registered nurse mm. is a baseline for the medical side but what you have to do after that is what you specialize in in this particular industry yeah, so yeah. machines lasers um uh, injectable treatments you never stop learning yeah. all of us including me go off on numerous training courses so that we can actually minimise any risks 
to any patients having any complications. Yeah, constant learning, constant learning. You have, you yeah, have, you have to, to really, and yeah, it's actually yeah. enjoyable to know because yeah. this industry moves really fast Does it? Yeah. and there's new machines out, there's new techniques out. So it's important that all the team feel that they have sufficient training to be confident enough to treat patients. Yeah. You mentioned there about, um, you know, all things developing all the time, the gastric pill, um, which is something that you offer. Tell us about that. Is that quite a new thing or is that? Well, it's new to the, the UK to a certain extent. Yeah. It was developed, um, well, the company that we deal with is a company called Allurian and they're based out in Europe, in Spain. Okay. And what it is, is it, as it says, it is a pill yeah. that somebody swallows, a potential patient, if they're suitable okay. for it. Right. And that means, you know, they do have to reach a certain criteria before they would just be offered that treatment. Right, okay. And it's really for people who have got a problem with um, eating um, and what they intake. Right, okay. So their BMI, which is their body mass index, mm -hmm. needs to be a certain level. And they, it's a way of educating them while we, alongside it, um, offer them some nutrition yeah. and some advice on their association with food okay. has to be different. Mm. Because once that pill has been gone, you into, know, the done, system. gone into the system, yeah. dissolved, then they could just go back to their old eating habits. Right, yeah, yeah. And it's just pointless then, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm. So th mm. this pill, it, it, it expands once it's swallowed in the stomach and it makes the person feel fuller. Okay. So that's how it works. So before it used to always done, be done by keyhole surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this now is a question of swallowing a pill, having a specific x-ray to check the pill is in the right place. Okay. And then it usually dissolves of its own over a period of three to four months. I was going to say, how long does that period take for, for people to start seeing results? It... Well, you can see a result very quickly, can normally you? within a couple of weeks. Wow, yeah, right. And it's at that stage we need to start educating them about their, you know, their, their association the with food. Nutrition. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's just... I don't like the word diet, but we need to tell them <sighs> what they should be eating, which is going to not contribute to them putting the weight back on. Yeah. So do you have a team of nutritionists that you work with, or is that just your skills or... No, we do. No, We've employed yeah, yeah, two yeah. Uh, functional or a functional medical practitioner, okay. one of them, and the other one's a, um, a, a nutritionist. Okay. That is their area of expertise. It's not mine. So, yeah. um, That's a, like we were saying earlier, having a good team around you. Yeah, yeah. They, they have to see those people because it's part of what we offer as the gastric pill package. Okay, okay. Mm. Um, the other thing that we wanted to talk about was um, the transgender treatments that you offer. Mm -hmm. uh, with masculization or, or, or feminization of the face when people have mm -hmm. um, those treatments. That's, that's sometimes it gets forgotten, I guess, the face, because the rest gets, um, but the face doesn't. Is that? Well, I think, I think with that particular, um, for those sort of people, those people that have an issue yeah. and want to be more feminine, mm. uh, they may not even have a gender. They may want to just look different. Yeah. So feminization and masculization is what we decided initially that we would offer because we had the expert um, support from a doctor called Dr. Vincent Wong. Ah, yes. And yes. and he set up a charity, which is fairly recent, it's quite new, called I Am Me. Okay. And uh, basically, he's done many transgenders' um, faces mm -hmm. to help them feel that when they're dressed and they've had any surgical intervention, that they look more like the gender they wish to be. Right, yeah. yeah. And he's an expert in that field. So okay. we, because it's Brighton, and we know that Brighton is a very yeah. popular area yeah. for 
for all diversities to come here, mm. we want to offer that for our clients as well. Okay, yeah, that's a good. good you're, you're in the perfect place for it, I guess, really, aren't you? Yeah, I think so. Um, then and then moving on to something else, which we wanted to talk about was body treatment. So, um, for people with a bit more uh, an average um, weight about them, not high BMI, so you know they take the gastric pill, but you've got the hot and cold therapy as well, I believe. Yes, yeah. so so this is a fairly new treatment to our clinic. It's mm. not new for other people to research on the um, website, okay. but um, hot and cold is what is now becoming more popular. Mm. So it always used to be about fat freezing. Yeah, everyone heard of cryotherapy. Yeah, but the sort of the advancements are that if you put um, a machine which has got a radio frequency, which is heat, mm. onto a small area of fat that someone finds difficult to shift, okay. like a small abdomen mm. or the arms or small amount they're holding on the hips. If you put the radio frequency on first yeah. and then you put on afterwards some cold, that will cause that fat cell to to burst and, and get excreted through the body. Right, okay. But it is a treatment that, like you already said, it mm. isn't for someone who is looking for dramatic weight loss. Right. It is for spot fat areas um and you know we have to be very patient selective yeah a bit more of a subtle approach with that yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um and then another thing that you spoke about earlier was um i might get said micro micro suction for people that have problem with with their ears that's right yeah. yes i mean the gps now are very um sort of inundated and it's not always easy to get a gp's not, appointment is it? is it no, no so i think um what we noticed that was there was a, a lacking in people being able to get treatment for what they would otherwise know as ear syringing. Yeah. So we are offering that treatment. We're starting that treatment literally this month. Okay. Um, and we hope that, you know, people that have probably otherwise got blocked ears with wax, that we can help them hmm. um, for a small charge here at the clinic hmm. um, because it's all about their well-being. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now that sounds like a really good addition to what you already do. Yeah, I think uh, you have to yeah. think outside the box do, because it's not just all about beautification. Mm. I and that's the other reason why we introduced the menopause clinic because yes, yes. again, GPs are inundated, and we wanted people to feel that we could give them time with their issues about going through the menopause mm. or perimenopausal, which is even before they get there. Yeah. So with that, um, they book an appointment and they come in, they spend time with you. You go through some treatments with them? Yes, we go yeah. through taking some blood tests okay. um, or we do um, a urine test uh -huh. to just check what their individual hormone levels are. Yeah. We get that test back usually within two weeks. Okay. And then they sit with one of our specialists going through those results of the tests and we are able to offer them bioidentical hormones, right. which is what mimics the way the body is. They're plant-based hormones, okay. which are equally as good um, as the hormones they'd receive from their GP. Yeah, and you know that because of the results, I guess, that you're getting. Yeah, we yeah. know that. And yeah. I, I yeah. went through personally myself the menopause mm. at 38, right. and I wouldn't be without my bioidentical hormones. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Jackie, your, your passion comes through in what you know, and, that, and your experience is awesome. So what, uh, what do you like best about doing what you do? What's, what's the most satisfaction you get? Well, I still obviously like the surgery, which is why yeah. this clinic is a bit different, because we don't just offer non-surgical treatments. Mm. We're able to offer surgical treatments, cosmetic surgery, as yeah. well as non-surgical. Mm. Um, I still just like seeing patients realising that some of the treatments that we offer 
are not so daunting. Okay. And that we can see people leaving our clinic a better version of themselves yeah. without looking plastic. And you, you. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the name that Hence I picked. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they just feel a better version of themselves. But Excellent. Yeah, okay. A new you. Yeah. Great. Well, if anyone wants um, to talk to Jackie or any of her team, then please get in touch. Um, any any clinical issues they, or cosmetic issues they want to talk about, please get in touch. All Jackie's details will be on the Brilliant Businesses website and they can get contact you through your website. Absolutely, um, yes. A new you co. Yes, it's, it's a new you dot co dot UK. Okay. Yes. And do you do lots of social media and that sort of stuff for people we do, to see? Yeah, we have got yeah. our social media, um, you know, presence. So yeah. if, but if they want to really have an informal chat, mm. they can have a 10 minute phone call, okay. um, where they don't feel obliged to come in and actually see us face to face. We can do a Zoom call. Okay. Um, and we will do that for 10 minutes for them without any charge. So they're more than welcome. We just want to help people. Yeah, that's good to know. That's good to know. Well, thank you very much. And thanks for asking me in again, Jackie. It's really great to see you. Thank you. And it's been great talking to you. And then we'll see you for another podcast soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.